Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 14 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today I'm going to be chatting you up about the law of attraction and tips for raising your vibration. It's funny how I always say law of attraction, like that's what every podcast is about. So, but just in case, you know, you need that little intro. Anyway, when I talk about raising your vibration, I'm basically talking about ways to just feel, generally feel better. Um, you know, obviously our vibration, it's basically, you know, we're all, everything's energy and our overall vibration, right, is kind of the sum of our predominant thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. And that technical term can kind of, I think, throw people off sometimes. And when I say raising, I'm not, because we talk about like a low and higher vibration and it's not really so much like there's a scale. So yeah, generally it's just feeling, I'm just talking about ways to just feel better and just feel like your energy is more in the flow and you're just feeling good and not as like kind of like blah and like stuck and, and whatever. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of clarify that a little bit because obviously we attract, you know, based on our predominant, you know, what we're feeling most of the time, a lot of stuff will attract. It will feel to us just like some of our predominant feelings feel to us. Um, sometimes we're not aware of certain feelings we're having, which is why some manifestations can kind of take us by surprise sometimes. Cause we're like, wait a minute, like, where did this come from? And then you're like, oh yeah, I actually have a strong feeling about this. I just wasn't conscious of it a lot, but that's actually a little bit off on a tangent kind of a whole different kind of topic. So I'll go back to raising the vibe. So because right, we attract based on feeling, um, Anything we could do to feel better, you know, predominantly, and again, don't feel pressure to like be little Miss Mary or Mark Sunshine all the time because that'll actually just fuck you up even more. I've learned that lesson the hard way and it's one I still have to learn sometimes. Um, but, you know, anything we can do, we do want to work on feeling better and that doesn't mean like over the moon shitting rainbows happy all the time necessarily, but just generally better, not so much focused negatively, even if we're feeling in a more neutral space, like even that could be a good goal to aim for sometimes, not necessarily making yourself like super, super happy. But um, so while we don't want to put pressure on ourselves and we don't want to try to maintain some state of bliss 24 hours a day that we might not just be feeling we do have to make an effort to work on our emotional state. We really can't ignore that if we want to be more deliberate in creating our experience. Because remember, we're always creating. We just haven't really been doing it deliberately and we haven't really been doing it consciously because we didn't really know that's how it worked. So we were always just kind of bouncing around, you know, based on the vibrations and energy of the other people and everything happening outside of us. And folk, our focus was all over the place. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it wasn't. And you've probably let in a whole mix of experiences. You don't really want to do that anymore. That's why you're learning about something like the law of attraction. Because you're like, oh, okay, if I focus more deliberately on what I want, less on what I don't, develop some trust, blah, 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 things will come together. I'll actually get the things I want. I'll get less of what I don't want. And, you know, law of attraction, too, is not just about getting stuff. It's something that explains how everything is, you know, comes into our reality. That could that will impact like every corner of your existence, obviously. So you're doing it also just to create a life where things just flow better, greater ease, etc. And again, doing to do that all deliberately and to get things to kind of work that way for you, the emotional state, like we do have to make that conscious effort to work on it. Um, and like I like to remind you too, 
uh, in addition to don't worry about being happy all the time is, you know, this thing with our vibration, our energy and what we're attracting, it's, it's much more complex than like being a positive or negative person. It's something that we, I don't think our minds can fully ever understand or something will ever to be able to make sense to us logically. It's a very complex thing when you think about everything that's happening, how our reality is being created, how things are happening on a level of like humanity as a whole with co-creating everything. It's some complex shit and we can't really understand it. But just know that, you know, that energy you were putting out there, it's a very real thing that you are going to get back what you're putting out there. So we do want to, like I said, work on that. It's important. So my first tip is how you start off your day. You know, it's very easy to get sucked into crap right when we wake up, right? Like we wake up, we're coming out of our sleep. We might feel good for like a second, right? When you kind of forget everything that you might have to do or, or the problem you were worrying about the night before. But almost immediately then all that shit comes flooding back, right? Like, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. I didn't do that from work yesterday. I have to figure that out when I get back in the office and oh my thing with my kids and my husband or this or that. Um, you might reach for your smartphone right away. Let me check my Facebook. How many people like my status? Oh, not a lot of people liked it. Oh, I don't feel good. Did I not look good in that picture? You know, we're doing so much stuff like right to start the day that's putting us in a really bad space energetically. And yeah, maybe you might not, you know, if you have a good start to your morning, it doesn't necessarily mean that energy is going to carry throughout the day. Like shit will happen probably that might pull you out of it. Like we're human. It happens again. Don't feel pressure to put, feel good every second. And I say that a lot because I know how I was and how I can be still sometimes because I'm still human like everybody else like and studying this I know even if you're not fully aware of it you are putting that pressure on yourself and you really try not to but anyway my my little plea for that my I'll probably mention it like a million more times because we're talking about vibration but it is important like starting off your day in a way that you feel calmer more positive happier you know, it's, it makes a huge difference because the momentum builds behind that. And again, you might not feel that way all throughout your day. That's not necessarily the goal, but as you build a routine in the morning and it doesn't have to be some elaborate routine, you don't have to be getting up an hour earlier and, and doing all these rituals and whatever. It can only even be 10 minutes is ample time. If that's sufficient, it will make a huge difference in your energy because how you start your day, that can set a very strong tone. So you really want to think about how are you starting your day now? Like I said, are you, you know, immediately getting on, checking your email and social media and a bunch of other crap that's making you feel bad, stressed, inadequate or whatever? Are you putting on the news right away and taking in a bunch of gloom and doom to start to start your day? Are you not leaving yourself enough time in the morning and getting up and running around like a crazy person and, you know, feeling like you didn't get everything done and running out the door feeling all harried and stressed before you even, you know, get in your car? If that's the kind of stuff that's happening, it would really, really behoove you to work on that. This is a very powerful tip because, again, like I said, how you're starting your day can set a very strong tone for just for everything, like how you're feeling, how your day is going to go, you know, your interactions with other people, what you're thinking about predominantly as you start your day. So if you're not, you know, getting in a space where you're leaving your house or if you work from home, whatever, starting your day, you know, going to your home office, whatever you're doing, or you take care of your kids, whatever it is you do in the morning, whatever 
if you're going into that already being like, oh, like, you know, try, really try. And this might not be easy for some of you because I'm sure there's a lot of you listening to this right now and your mind is jumping in with all the reasons why you can't do this. Well, I don't have enough time. My kids are this, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it. You have stuff to do. You have responsibilities. You know, that's fine. But you can control what time you get up in the morning. So let's say you can, if you want, get up. Like I said, it doesn't have to be some long, elaborate ritual that lasts an hour. Get up 10 minutes earlier or make a choice that instead of doing this thing that you usually do, say you're going to do something else. You know, there is some room in there for you to make the change. No matter what your mind is telling you right now, there is a way to do it. And again, it doesn't have to be some big elaborate thing. So if you're telling yourself you don't have 10 minutes to meditate or you have to check your email right when you get up, it's all, it's probably, it's bullshit. And I'm going to call you on it. So really just try to do something like for me personally, I usually meditate first thing in the morning. Um, I've recently added a cold shower to my, my routine. Um, I've only been doing it a couple of weeks, so I can't sit here and be, be one of those people that like has done something three times and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you don't do that. Like, you know, that annoying people like that. So I can't wax poetic about it. Like it's been this part, this huge part of my life for like 10 years. I've only been doing it a couple of weeks, but it's been awesome. It's uncomfortable, but that the water, it wakes me up and there's all these health benefits to, to cold water and I'm feeling really good about it. So I do my meditation and I do, you know, my cold water therapy, I guess you could call it. And that's kind of, you know, how I've been starting my day. I don't jump on my computer right away to check emails or I don't have a smartphone. So I don't have anything like that. Um, I've been using my mom sometimes and it is kind of fun. I'll admit it, but you know, it's, you know, I don't have one of my own to check my own personal things. And it works for me because I remember for a while I, I did get out of that morning routine and I, I would immediately get on my computer to check my email and to do this and do that or and I never really watched news or anything so I didn't have like that kind of habit but you know I didn't have that routine I didn't have that time in the morning that I was you know collecting my thoughts and getting my energy right and starting things off on a more positive note. And there was a huge difference in how I felt throughout the day. And once I recommitted to doing that again, because I realized, okay, I've gotten off track with this a bit. I need to fix it. And it things got a lot better. So I implore you to do something in the morning. Again, it doesn't have to be some big elaborate ritual, but something, even if it's just 10 minutes, figure out something. It could be meditation. It could be goes just sitting out and you're looking at your yard quietly. Maybe you have a nice yard with a pretty garden that you enjoy, you know, spending time. It could be just petting your dog for 10 minutes, like anything that will make you feel calmer. That's not going to bring your mind into like a crappy direction where you're already from waking up already feeling badly. So just, you know, sit and think about that today, like how you're starting your morning off and where you can maybe make some tweaks to that, that routine. And my second tip for raising your vibration is you have to really start paying attention to how like various like outside stimuli, I guess you could call it, like other people, TV, whatever, is making you feel. Because we are so used to you know, we get sucked into things. We kind of are operating on autopilot. We're just going throughout our day kind of, you know, being influenced by these, the energy of so many things outside of us, not truly realizing the impact it's having on us. And 
we're so we're not feeling great, but we're not exactly sure why. It just feels like this general like malaise, if you will, and you're just kind of like, oh, I feel kind of crappy, but you don't really know why, and you're not paying attention to all the various things that are making you feel crappy. And for most of us, it might not be some big, yeah, we might have these big events in our life that we can easily pinpoint, like a strained relationship with your husband or something. But for a lot of us, it's a lot of little things throughout the day that are kind of sucking at our energy and kind of dragging it down. And all those little things add up. So when we start to pay more attention to different things and how they're making us feel, and then when we make those little adjustments, a lot of those little changes, again, can add up to a big improvement. So you want to start paying attention to things. Like, for example, a lot of people like television can be a huge energy drag because we watch a lot of shit that makes us feel badly. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like the news. Like you could still be a generally informed citizen without ingesting various forms of news media on a daily basis. Like I speak from experience on that. I'm pretty well aware of many things going on in the world, but by me sitting there and turning all my attention to them and feeling terribly, it's not helping anybody. All I, if I feel emotional and mental suffering, it's not going to alleviate the suffering that's happening. There are other ways I can more positively contribute to the world, like my coaching and trying to raise my vibration because it, then everyone that raises their vibe, that raises the vibe of the planet. But I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So example, like TV, like for example, if you are trying to be more abundant and be more financially prosperous and raise your vibe around money, and you might find that like if you're watching a sh like some reality show about rich people and their lives and all the stuff they do with all their money and you find yourself like being like, oh, like feeling super jealous of them or feeling like making all these negative, you know, things about all oh, people with money. They're this, they're that. Like, look how frivolous and look how stupid and, and vapid and empty they are or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's not a great energy for creating more abundance because when you're watching a show like that and you're creating all these negative associations with people that have money, guess what? You're going to have a really hard time letting in more money because you're going to associate money with people that are like shitty people in some way that they're selfish. They're this, they're that they're empty. They're superficial. And you don't want to be any of those things. Those things are bad. Look how you're judging them. They're bad people. Yeah. You're not going to let as much money in because there's going to be a huge conflict in energies there. The energy of wanting the money and the energy of thinking people with money are this, this, and this that are not good. Big conflict there. Like it's not going to happen. So you might be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't watch the Kardashians anymore or the real housewives of whatever city or whatever. And I'm not judging those TV shows in and of themselves. We all have our guilty pleasures. If you like reality TV, it's fine. I'm just using it as an example. You know, so maybe pay attention to kind of the television shows that you're watching, you know, pay attention to, you know, different maybe hobbies or habits or behaviors that you're engaging in a lot. And you're like, okay, how is this making me feel right now? Like I don't feel great. Um, you know, it's just anything like co certain conversations you're having with people, certain people that you might be interacting with that aren't making you feel so great. I get sometimes you might not be able to just totally like eliminate them from your life, but you can find ways to work around that and, and preserve your energy more effectively. Um, so yeah, just pay attention to that stuff and be like, okay, how is all of this stuff making me feel? Like I remember for me personally, um, there was a point where I was really into the TV show Criminal Minds. Like I'm really fascinated by human behavior and you know, what drives us, what makes us tick. So I found that the criminal the not the criminal the psychology aspect of the show with these profilers you know 
talking about these people, I found that, you know, spin to the show very interesting. So for a while I was watching it a lot because I thought it was a good show. But then I realized that like I actually was like, Ugh, I actually when I watch the show a lot of the times, I don't really feel that good. Um because I would watch it, and, you know, like all those shows with crimes, like there's no shortage of like horrific crimes for them to come up with. And that's why those shows are probably can go on forever, because there's no shortage of like twisted, sick, demented scenarios to cook up for people, you know, killing and doing horrible shit to each other. And I would realize I would watch that show. And sometimes I'd be like, God, the show is really bothering me because there are really people out there that do sick shit like this. And that makes me feel like sad for the world and fearful. And, and it wasn't some extreme reaction, mind you. But again, I was tuning in more closely to how I felt. And I realized that watching that show wasn't really making me feel that good. And it was triggering a lot of stuff that wasn't a lot of patterns, the trains of thought and beliefs and things that weren't serving me. So I stopped watching it because I realized as entertaining as I found it on one respect and as interesting as I found it, it actually was like not really a good thing for me personally to watch. So I stopped watching it. So that's just a little example. So yeah, start paying attention to the outside stuff and how it's making you feel and see what adjustments you can make like accordingly. And that brings me to my third tip. Um, when you're having good moments in your day, no matter how trivial it seems, no matter how small it seems, no matter how used to this thing you might be, really step into those good moments. Like really feel them. Because when you do that, you are living in the now completely. You're not thinking about the past. You're not worrying about the future. You are just in a moment feeling good. And like I said, even if it's something small, that is very, very powerful. And every time you do that, you bank some really nice energy that Again, if you're not feeling that way all the time, it's fine. But all of that momentum you bank, it just doesn't go away. It's not like every time you get in a bad mood, all your good energy points like go back down to zero and you have to build them back up again. It's not like that. Again, remember, when we talk about vibration and all of this stuff, it's extremely complex. It's not just this black and white, like you feel good, you feel bad, and that's nothing in between. It's not. It's much more complex than that. So really feel those moments. Like, you know, yesterday, for example, we... Ryan and I, we went to have dinner with a, a friend we had met um, through online stuff. Um, she, we're in New Jersey. She lived in Brooklyn, and we met for dinner with her and her husband, and they were really awesome people. And, you know, I met her husband for the first time. He was really awesome. I knew she was awesome from having met her previously. She had been in Bali, and we met up one day. Um, and I was just having such a good time, and I was really just in the moment of enjoying that, having great conversation. You know, it was just... I'm like, wow, this was a really fun evening. And I really was just really enjoying it. I remember one time um, when I was sick, I had some like, I got this like flu-like illness, like basically like out of nowhere. And my body was like, you know, that flu ache, like all you feel like tender and like disgusting. And it was awful. And I was out all day. I had to do something and I was, oh my God, I can't wait to get home and, and just go to bed. I feel horrible, but I, I, you know, I couldn't just go home. I was not, didn't have the ability to do that. And the second I got home, I got into a steaming hot shower. And you know how that is, like the pain just in the hot shower, any pain just goes away automatically. And I remember just letting that water run over me. And in that moment, I was just like, oh, my God, my body is not hurting. The pain just went away. Like after my whole body hurting for hours and hours and, and having to put up with it and not being able to just relax and go to bed and rest, it's gone. Oh, my God, this is amazing. 
And I just really, in that moment, I was like so thankful for a hot shower. Yeah, a hot shower. Yeah, a lot of us have hot showers. It's not this like, oh my God, a hot shower. But in that moment, it was a heavenly gift from above. I was like, oh my God, my pain is gone. Like really step into those moments, whether it's a cute moment with your child where you're, you know, teaching him something or you're having a cute moment together and you have those moments of like, oh my God, like having this child is so amazing or having a really good conversation with a friend, you know, like I said, taking a hot shower, having the time to sit down for a few hours and get lost in a good book, like really let yourself feel these things because the reason I'm stressing this so much is because your mind is going to fight you on stuff like this. It's going to either tell you, well, who cares about this nice hot shower? Like you haven't had a boyfriend in two years, like fuck that shit. Or who are you to feel so good about all this stupid stuff? Like you, you can't even pay your bills and you have all these problems and you need to be focusing on that and feeling bad about that. So that's why I'm stressing this so much, especially too, I'm stressing, even if it's small things, really let yourself get into those moments. Cause like I said, when you're truly in the moment of enjoying something, no matter how small it is, you are fully in the present moment. You are fully in a moment of true allowing because when we're, we're fully in a good moment and we're feeling good and we're not judging, we're not doing anything. We're just appreciating the shit out of something. Oh my God. Like that is a pure state of allowing. That is a pure state of detachment because in that moment, you're not thinking about things that are dragging your energy down and taking your focus off of what you want, which is ultimately to feel a certain way. So think about the little things in your day that you really enjoy. Think about little things or even big things too. Um, that you're not doing now that you would like to do that you think you would really enjoy? How could you make time for those things? What changes can you make to make more room for more of the things you want to feel, you want to experience, and less of all the shit that you don't, that you think you have no choice but to put up with, but you might actually have a choice. Like really think about that because when you can get those moments, and again, you might not get lost in the moment all the time, you know, life will get the best to you. Again, don't beat yourself up, but you know, this work is about just being more conscious and being more aware of things so we can cultivate a different energy. So try to be more cognizant of stuff like that. Maybe even write a little post-it note to remind yourself of, of things you want to remember to do throughout the day, like feel these good moments. It's, it's good. And that brings me to one, two, three, four. I have a little thing here. I write down my little talking points so I don't get too off the rails with any one of them to keep it under at a decent length. Um, so I'm on number four. When you're not feeling good, because you will have moments when you don't because you're human, we all have them, shake it off. Like, don't beat yourself up too much about like, oh my God, I'm being negative and my energy, my vibration's low. Oh my God, I'm not going to get what I want. Like, it's, relax. It's okay. Like, we all have our moments where we're just not feeling good. And sometimes you'll act in ways that you're really like, oh my God, like, did I not learn anything? Like, we, it happens to all of us. Another example yesterday, you know, like I said, we went to dinner and uh, we took the train into the city and then we had to take the subway to Brooklyn. Um, I hate crowds and chaos. And I've always kind of been that way. And I think it's because I'm very sensitive to, to outside energy. And I feel like when I'm in situations like that, like I'm being assaulted, like anybody else that has that issue, I'm not super great at protecting my vibration all the time. And sometimes I get very sucked into it. And we got to Penn station for anyone that's not familiar. That's like the major train station in the city. And 
around 5.30. So everyone was, people were coming, you know, going back to New Jersey and other areas taking the train. There's several subway stations connected to there. So lots of people coming to take the subway. It was very, very crowded. And I'm making my way through and I felt myself starting to get kind of anxious. And I'm like, oh my God. And then by the time I got to the subway, that was like a clusterfuck of people. Like it was insane. And there was all these people and different lines. And I'd been, I got on the wrong side of the hallway by accident. So I was like going against the traffic. And so many people were just like, oh, like so annoyed with me, even though I wasn't even doing anything, you know, like it's just, and you get caught up in that energy and I'm like, you're feeling stressed and we're running kind of late, which ultimately it's not a big deal. We were running late, but again, you start worrying about shit that you shouldn't be worrying about because it's not a big deal. So I was feeling stressed out all the energy. I'm like, Oh my God, like I can't take it. And meanwhile, my husband's like, just relax. Like it's fine. Bless his heart. You know, but I'm like, shut up. You're an asshole. <laughs> no, I didn't really say that, but I was like, you know, him trying to tell me to calm down was like making me more annoyed. I go to get my ticket for the subway and the cards, it's like weird and it's not working. It's telling me transfer not valid and the card's not working and that pissed me off even more. And of course I'm attracting all of this with my energy. I was very well aware that I was attracting all of this because I was wound up and I was anxious and I was just like, fuck all these people I hated here. Like, fuck this. You know, like that was kind of my, my overall consensus. Not really fuck the people, but you know how it gets. You kind of hate people when you're feeling like that. And then I was all annoyed because the card wasn't working. Then I had to go back and there was a huge line that I had formed by the Metro cards. And then I had to wait in line to buy a whole new ticket. And then, you know, so I was just like, oh, my God, like I was really like not like having some insane fit or something. But I was the annoyance I was feeling was not proportional to the actual situation. But again, like I said, tra crowds and that chaos, it's a big trigger for me. So I was having a very strong reaction to it. And I was like, fuck this. And I was like, all in a bad mood. And I'm sitting there and Ryan, again, bless his heart. He's like, it's okay. Look, we're on the subway. We're on our way. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. So eventually I calmed down. And there was a, a point where I was ready to beat myself up for having a reaction like that. Because I'm like, well, with everything I know about the law of attraction and energy and all my work I've done on myself, like, I shouldn't, right? We love that word, shouldn't have her be having a reaction like that but I I stopped myself so I'm like you know what it happened like it's over now I kind of laughed at myself because I know I was being kind of ridiculous and I just let it go and you know I didn't try to be like okay well, how am I going to raise my vibration now and let me do an affirmation and yeah if that's working for you go for it but in that moment I just was like you know what big fucking deal like I had a moment I'm pissed off I'm human this is a big trigger for me I haven't been in this situation for a while and it kind of caught me off guard so I just let it go. I didn't like do any exercise to shift my energy or shift whatever. I just like sat with it. And in a few minutes I felt better and it was like it never happened and it was fine. So the reason I'm bringing this up again, because like I said before, we get very hard on ourselves, us law of attraction people, because we realize we're creating our reality. Anytime we're acting in a way that we think is not going to get us what we want, we freak out about it and we beat ourselves up for being human. And yeah, I could have handled that situation totally differently. There have been other times where I've been in that exact same situation and I was all zen and shit and I'm like, yeah, no problem, no worries. But in that moment, I didn't have that reaction. I was tired and cranky and I don't like the crowds and I didn't like, you know, I was just like, 
not having, you know, an enlightened reaction to it. I was having a more, I wouldn't say unenlightened, but a more human response, I guess you could say. And it's fine. And I let it go when it's all good. So just shake stuff off. Like, don't, you know, go, don't go crazy because when you just are willing to be like, okay, I had a moment, it will pass much more quickly than if you like go into an, an, uh, analysis mode and be like, oh my God, I need to fix this. Just let it go. You're human. It's fine. It's one moment. It's not going to screw everything up. It's all good. And that brings me to tip number five. Um, don't try to be so rigid with things, you know, with your daily routine or thinking all the stuff you should do, you think you're supposed to do because some arbitrary reason. Um, you know, let yourself be led by inspiration more. Like, let yourself off the hook with things sometimes. Um, I'm giving a lot of personal examples today. I hope you're enjoying them, showing you my humanness. I'm, I think a lot of people like that because they think I might be perfect, and I'm definitely not. Um the last couple of nights, well, not today, this morning, I'm feeling good, but the two nights previous, I had terrible night's sleep, and I was, like, feeling like crap, and I woke up yesterday morning, like, I got up probably around 7, but I had been up for hours, like, you know what, that you had that, you're exhausted, but yet you can't fall asleep, like, that fun combination, <laughs> like, that's kind of how I was feeling, and I tend to not do a lot of things ahead of time, so my Wednesday blog post would normally be written Wednesday morning. And I was not feeling well. I was feeling shitty. I was like, ugh, like I wasn't feeling any sort of inspiration. I had I had thought of a topic Tuesday night, and sometimes I'll write it out so I don't forget it. So I had an idea of something I could write about, but the inspiration, it just wasn't flowing. I was like, I feel tired. I feel crappy. And I'm like, you know what? I had to do something for my mom that I couldn't put off. So I went and I did it, and I came back, and I, you know, ate some food, and I went back to bed. I was very off my normal routine yesterday, but it was okay because I wasn't feeling well. And I knew that if I had to force myself to do all these things, they all would have come out crappy anyway. The blog post probably would have been shitty. Like it just, it was fine. So I'm like, you know, I, I relaxed about it. So I didn't do my blog post and it was okay. I knew that like the world wasn't going to end if I didn't publish my post yesterday. I doubt there was anybody, you know, ready to jump off a ledge being like, if I don't get a post from Kelly, like I'm going to end it all. Like, I doubt that. Like, the world was going to, was going to go on turning and it's fine. So I didn't really beat myself up about it. I'm like, you know what? It's not a huge deal. Like, there was a part of me that I was like, oh, I normally publish my posts on Wednesday. I should do it. But again, it just wasn't happening and it was fine. Um, Ryan and I, for the last two months, we've been doing something called intermittent fasting where you kind of restrict your window of eating to a certain time. And then the idea is like you're going a longer period without food and all these positive things are supposed to happen with your body and it's been working really well and besides our travel back where my schedule is all messed up from flying and layovers and time changes other than that I, I haven't broken it and I've stuck to it because it's been working very well for me but yesterday again a lot of my I was very thrown off I hadn't slept so I was up for a much longer amount of time than I normally would have been and I wasn't supposed to eat till noon but by 10 30 I was super starving because I'd probably been up since like two or three o'clock. So I had been up quite a while with that and I was getting hungry. So rather than be like, oh my God, but my intermittent fasting, I'm supposed to not eat till 12. Like I was like, okay, number one, I'm hungry. And number two, I want to try to go back to bed because I was going out that evening. And I didn't want to cancel and I was looking forward to it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat at 1030 and I'm going to go to sleep and sleep for several hours until I have to leave for the city for New York. 
And that's what I did. And it's not a huge deal because in the grand scheme of things, I plan on doing this thing for indefinitely because it's working really well. Having this one day where, God forbid, I ate at 1030 instead of noon or 11, depending on the schedule I'm on, big freaking deal. Like I let myself eat my lunch and then I went to sleep and I was okay. And it's just, you know, so... And you know what? My vibration stayed a lot more stable than if I had been like beating myself up and if I had made myself write that post and I made myself wait that extra hour and a half to eat, even though I was starving, I would have been like all like pissed off and feeling all whatever about, I wouldn't have probably felt as good, but I just was like, you know what? Let me do things a little differently today. It's not a big deal. I was just not feeling well. I hadn't slept when I don't sleep like that, especially for multiple days in a row. It really throws me off. Like I'm not good at handling that. Like I know some people are, I'm really not. So I let myself off the hook a little bit and I did things a bit differently and I just, it was, it was okay. And I'm back on track today. It's Thursday morning. I'm recording this and I'll probably be published it like in a half hour or so and it's all good. So when you find yourself, you know, if things aren't going according to plan or you find yourself feeling like you can't do something you normally do, when you start getting all kind of twisted and bent out of shape about it, like start questioning all the assumptions behind why you think you need to keep proceeding in a certain way, even if it's not working for you in the moment. And then you'll find, oh, there's really no, I don't really have to do any of this stuff. I'm just doing this because I've decided arbitrarily, like I have to do it or you're, you're anxious for, you know, breaking a routine or whatever. But when you find when it really comes down to it, you can actually do whatever you're actually feeling inspired to do instead. And you don't have to do things the way you have been doing them. Like, so, you know, like if you're a fellow blogger and something comes up, you don't get your post out that you normally on the day. It's cool. Like, don't freak out about it. It's fine. Like you're not all of a sudden going to lose all your readers and your blog's not going to disappear into oblivion because you didn't publish that post you normally publish every week. Um, if like being led, I also too, I kind of mentioned in the beginning, um, of this little tip being led by inspiration. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, instead of sticking to like rigid schedules that might not be working for you or making yourself do things that at certain times, because you feel like you won't do them otherwise, unless you force yourself to do it, be open to the idea that you'll feel inspired to do things at a certain time and they'll all get done. Like I remember I used to be very rigid at one point when we were house sitting in Fiji, I got into a um, a routine of, I would clean the house every Sunday and it was working for me. But then after a while I'd be like, oh, I don't really feel like cleaning, but it's Sunday. I have to clean Sunday's my cleaning day. Excuse me. And then after a while I was like, wait a minute, like I can clean whenever I don't have to clean the whole house all at the same, you know, I started questioning all my assumptions behind why I had to do that thing that way. And I was like, you know what? I'll just clean when the inspiration strikes. And guess what? The inspiration always struck because we worry that when it comes to stuff we may not want to do, especially that that inspiration will never come. So we have to force ourselves. But if it's something you feel that is necessary, that you need to get done, it needs to get done eventually, trust that inspiration will come. And when I started doing that, I started doing that with a lot of things and it, it works really well for me. The inspiration to clean did come. I'd be sitting there and out of nowhere, I'd be like, you know what? I feel like cleaning the shower right now. I'd clean the shower. You know what? I feel like cleaning out the fridge today. I did, And everything still got done. And it was, it got done more quickly because I was more in the flow with doing it. I wasn't all like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, but I have to do it. I felt like wa I wanted to do it and everything, again, it got done more quickly. It got done more easily, more efficiently, et cetera. I do the same thing a lot with my different, with different work. Like, you know, 
I write my blog posts and I do certain things like when the inspiration strikes and it gets done and it gets done on time. And, you know, I don't sit there and for, I don't force myself to write. Like lately I haven't felt inspired to, to write my fifth ebook in my ebook series available on amazon.com. Uh, and I haven't, and it's been fine, but I know when the inspiration does strike, I'll probably hammer it out in a few days. Like, you know, let yourself be led more by inspiration with things, trusting that everything will get done and the inspiration to get these things done will come instead of, like I said before, like being super rigid about schedules and having to do things. Like if it's like, if it's making you feel good to do it, then go for it. But if it's not, then, you know, find it, they trust that, that you can work from that inspiration, from that space of flow. It's a, a great way to keep your vibe pretty steady throughout the day because you're kind of going in the moment and you're you're acting off of of a more positive, you know, stable, higher vibing type energy. Okay, yeah. So those are my five tips for raising your vibration. I hope you enjoyed this and you know check out my blog livelifemateorder.com if you're not already on it. You can find my Amazon ebook series on Amazon.com backslash author backslash Kelly Cooper and that's Kelly with an I if you're not already familiar with that and yeah that's it so I hope you liked it and I will chat you up next week bye